Hello. God bless you mightily in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Once again, this is Pastor Israel, and I come your way with this podcast with a message titled, What Happens When a Child of God Sins? What Happens When a Child of God Sins? Praise the name of Jesus. From beginning of creation, there is nothing more evil. There is nothing more destructive. There is nothing more Distru- more wicked, more, more, more to be hated, more to be distanced, more to be run away from. There is nothing more to be despised than sin. Because sin is so corrosive, sin is so wicked, it can kill and destroy a destiny. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. And that is why the Bible says, anyone born of God, he cannot sin. You have no more ability to sin. God has taken away sin from your life forever and ever. Praise the name of Jesus. The Bible says in John 3 verse 9, 1 John 3 verse 9, Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin because the seed of God is in you. Praise the name of Jesus. So when you have the Holy Ghost inside of you, when you have the new creature that God has given birth to inside of you, you can no longer sin. Listen to me. I am not talking about going to church. I am not talking about bearing the name, the nomenclature, Christianity. I am not talking about anything like a title. I am talking about a spiritual manifestation. Something that has happened spiritually a physical an empirical thing has happened that has made you to become another person praise the name of jesus so when you have this new creature new person in you the bible says that you cannot sin praise the name of jesus any child of god by default rather than sin you are ordained or primed or designed now to be to do of to do righteousness we have a nature of god and we always seek to do righteousness in the mighty name of jesus i need to make a point see you need to understand when you see a person stand before you it, it can either be of three things he can either have three natures. number one he can either be an adamic man the natural man Adamic man, the natural man, is a man infested with sin. Somebody that has seen virus is already dormant, is already been injected and dormant in him. That person is the Adamic man, the natural man. We, every one of us, we inherit the nature of sin from Adam. The Bible says, by one man, sin entered the world and that man is adam and eve praise the name of jesus so everyone that is born after them we inherit that nature that ability that capacity to sin you look at an animal for instance a carnivorous animal maybe a lion see a lion has the ability to eat flesh it cannot do but eat flesh. even if you give the animal a lot of vegetables it cannot eat them 
But when you become a child of God, see, that nature is changed. And instead of you to become to be living in sin or to be to live in wantonness, you have a new personality that changes you forevermore. So the natural man is like that. The second man is the child of the devil. Child of the devil. A child of the devil is anyone that lives by sin. They cannot. They have no ability to live by any other means but by sin. Anything they do is as a result or with the instrumentation of sin. They have to. There is no other alternative but to sin. Praise the name of Jesus. And this is why the Bible says that for this says, he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. He said, For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Praise the name of Jesus. But when we are talking of a child of God, a child of God is a person, as we said, who is already born again by the Holy Ghost and who's already been in. The, that nature of sin, that infestation of sin has been taken away. Rather, the person has been injected with righteousness. The nature of God has now been infused. The person has received a blood transfusion. And the person is no longer a sinner. He doesn't, have that. He doesn't know how to sin. Rather, he now has the ability to do the things of God, to do righteousness. Praise the name of Jesus. That so you need to know, human beings are in that three form. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. A child of God can only do righteousness. But what about if they sin, or what about if they fought into sin? We have known, even we ourselves, there are times if I'm going to be truthful to ourselves we have found ourselves in sin one way or the other how did it happen after god has given back to us how did we again become a merchant or a merchandise of sin and i will tell you it is because of deception it is because you were deceived if we're a child of god See, the Bible speaks so many times in the Bible in, in the in the New Testament. Beware of the deceiver, beware of deception. The devil is coming to deceive, and the deceiver is out in the world to deceive you. The Bible says that if you're a child of God, make sure that you are not deceived. Jesus Christ said many times, say, make sure that you are not deceived. See, the, the only deception is not for the natural man. The devil does not need to use deception for them anymore because he has already captured them. Deception is not for the son of the devil. Deception and all the things that the devil is doing is only for children of God, the elect of God. The elect of God, they are the ones that the devil is spinning all sorts of deception to capture them. 
what am I saying? See, the sin, if you find sin in your life today, let me tell you, the sin did not come. I mean, if you're a child of God and you find sin in your life, the sin did not come from within you. It came from the outside. It came from the outside. You were deceived to open the door. And before you know it, the sin entered. And the Bible tells the story very clearly. In the book of Genesis, we saw the story of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve had no nature. They had no consciousness of anything called sin. They were enjoying themselves with God until the devil came from the outside and infested and made them to fall and infested them with sin. Praise the name of Jesus. So if you are a child of God and you find out that you are, you, you, you are under the lock of sin in one way or the other, it's because you, the devil used deception to put that sin into your life. So at the time of temptation and trial, that is why you need to watch and stand your, to put up your guard. You need to put up your guard. Christianity is not baby playing. It's not a entertainment. It is a war. You have, your guard has to be up all the time. Praise the name of Jesus. So that the devil, for as long as you are a child of God, so that the devil does not bring you down by sin again. Praise the name of Jesus. So what does this, what does the Bible say when you fall into sin? By the hand of the enemy, by deception. The Bible says that once you find out that sin has entered your life, confess it. Don't think you want to enjoy it. The Bible says about Moses. Said Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He said he refused to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. He rather he chose affliction with the people of God. Don't enjoy it. Reject it immediately there and then. Do away with it. Confess it and reject it. Plead the blood of Jesus over your life. And ask God, you know, make a point of it the problem is if you don't know that you have sinned and i will tell you god expects that you will know when you are falling into sin god expects that you will know why even adam and eve they knew the only thing is that they didn't know what happened when God came to Adam in the cool of the evening, he said, Adam, Adam, where are you? Adam said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. And God told him, afraid, naked, who told you you were naked? In other words, I didn't make you like this. God knew that somebody had entered and deceived them. Praise the name of Jesus. So when you find out that you are already in sin, God says that you need to know that your communion with God is broken. You need to know that your communion with the Holy Ghost is broken. You need to know that your communion with the Word of God is broken. And you seek immediately to make amends. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 15 verse 5, 
John 15 verse 5. It says, abide, for verse 4, it says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye. When you realize that you no longer bear fruit of righteousness, you no longer bear fruit of holiness, you no longer bear fruit of the kingdom of heaven, you know that that communication, that communion has been destroyed. And you immediately seek to make amends. Verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you abide in me and I in you, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. The reason why you don't know your fault is because you, you don't even know that you must produce fruit for God. You are not productive in any ramification for the kingdom of God. There is no fruit to your life. You are just a, you are just existing and eating and come and consume. You are a consumer in God's kingdom. You are consuming the grace of God's kingdom. There is nothing productive tied to you. Nothing is coming from you to bless the kingdom of God. You are a consumer. That is why you don't know otherwise. Because when you cease to bear fruit, then you begin to know that something is wrong. When you cannot pray again, when you cannot fellowship with other believers, when you cannot even sing two, three, four, five, six, you can't string it together. The Holy Ghost is far from you. You can no longer preach. You know that something is seriously wrong with you. Why? Because you are no longer productive. It says, when you can no longer bear fruit of righteousness, you know that something is wrong. The Bible says in Galatians 5.22, Galatians 5.22 says, Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. So if we are no longer bearing fruit, you know that there is something wrong and you seek to make amends. Praise the name of Jesus. When you realize that you have sinned, I said, your communion with God is broken. You will also find yourself outside of the body of Christ. Very soon, going to church becomes a, draw, a, a serious challenge for you. Fellowship with the children of God becomes a, a difficult thing. And because it's a difficult thing, you relegate it in your sphere of in, 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 your, in your in your in your in your in your in your plans. You relegate it according to your scale of preference. It doesn't matter to you again. You just no, I'm not, I'm not going to be there. Why? Because you are cut off from the life of God. You are cut off from the resources that God put into your life. You are cut off from the grace of God that brings salvation. You are cut off from fellowship. You are cut off from the communion of the Holy Spirit. So this is what makes you to know that no, 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 no. I have something is wrong with my life. Praise the name of Jesus. Sometimes you pray there is no response. The enemy ever captures you like they did to Samson. 
you know Samson was captured and they plucked out his eyes and he was made to be to be granny mule under in, in the dungeon why because he fell at the hour of trial and temptation he fell into sin and God left all the grace, all the power he had before, all the resources they had before we got the fellowship. Before you know, all of them left. Praise the name of Jesus. You can't plead the blood of Jesus again, and he walked. You can't speak in the speak in the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. You cannot do anything. Speak, you know, and then before you know it, Satan begins to receive worship from your life. You begin to say, ah, the devil is this, the devil has this, the devil is this, the devil is that. You are glorifying the devil more than God. You are not glorifying. Everything that happens in life is not the devil that is doing it. Why? Because you are no longer in fellowship and the communion of the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. You, so very soon, you might find yourself under a heavy yoke of burden, a heavy yoke of sin. And oppression. The Bible says, says, men will gather them and cast them into the fire and they are born. Can you imagine? When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they were cast into the fire, what happens? God was there with them. But when you are living in sin, when they cast you into the fire, the Bible says that you begin to burn as a proof. That God is not there with you anymore. God forbid, batting in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will, you will ask. I said, when you are no longer living right with God, you begin to ask, and no one gives you. Before you used to ask, and you will receive. But now you ask God, God, give me this, give me that, and God decides to keep quiet. It means that God is telling you something. That my son, something is wrong with you. Praise the name of Jesus. If you continue in this condition, this is a condition called unconfessed sin. It begins to fester. It begins to become bigger and bigger and bigger. And you are telling God everybody that you, that you need help if you continue in this sin before you know it even though you are a child of God God will pronounce an everlasting judgment against you we know the story of Cain and Abel let me tell you Cain is a child of God Abel is the above children of God. They are not unbelievers. They know how to give God an acceptable offering. They were born into the household of God. They know God. But the Bible says that in the in the Genesis chapter four, verse three to seven, Genesis four three to seven says, in the process of time, it came to pass. Came brought of the fruit of the ground. 
an offering to the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the frost of the flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? Why is a countenance falling? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? He now said, said be, be careful it says sin is lying at the door he wants to come and master you you better take over and rule over and take a rule over him praise the name of jesus jesus Cain did not receive this admonition before you know it he went and he killed his brother abel the next thing is that judgment fell and God pronounced judgment against him. It says in Genesis chapter 4, verse 11. Genesis 4, verse 11. It says, And now you are cursed from the earth, which had opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from your hands. So when thou tillest the ground, it shall no longer henceforth yield to you her strength. Say, so A fugitive and a vagabond shall you be on the earth. Judgment came. Praise the name of Jesus. See, when a child of God commits sin and the sin festers, you don't, even though you, you realize that something is wrong, you don't seek to make amends. The next thing that God will be forced to do is to pronounce judgment against you because God is saving you from dying. That's if you die in that sin, it is sin that is not confessed and is not judged. There is no sin that can live forever. God must judge it. In other words, when you enter permanence, eternity, God has to pronounce judgment again. And at that point in time, there is no more repentance. You cannot say, I'm sorry anymore. There is no more begging. And unfortunately, the person might find himself that they will go to hell. God forbid about it. But I believe strongly that if you are a child of God, if you have received the Holy Ghost, you've had the Holy Ghost baptism, you have received a different nature of God, which the Bible calls the new creator. And that new creator cannot be killed. It cannot be taken away. As a matter of fact, it is eternal. And is already a, the Holy Ghost cannot be lifted again from that new creature. You have what they call eternal security. That is the truth, and that is why God has to judge that sin immediately. God must judge it so that you don't die in that situation, in that state, and at the end of the day, you will now have to be judged at the judgment of Christ. At the judgment of at the judgment of, of God, because you have not repented of it. Every child of God, you have to repent. God gives us the ability, the opportunity for you to do what to repent. And when you repent, the blood of Jesus Christ it washes over away that sin. If you don't repent, God must now judge that sin. I now pronounce judgment against upon you. I will now suffer until that judgment is is over. And God says you are free now. Why? Because God doesn't want to judge you when He's judging all, 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 every other person, when He's judging the entire world for sin. 
because you were a child of God. If God has to judge you at the last day when God is pronouncing judgment or God against everybody, there is nothing but to say go to hell. But God cannot wait for that to happen. Praise the name of Jesus. So I'm, we are saying that what happens when a child of God commits sin? What happens when a child of God commits sin? Praise the name of Jesus. You have to know. Apostle John wrote in the book of 1 John. And he was saying that, see, at the time, even at the old time, it has been said that ah, there is no more eternal life. Why? Because people have been falling into sin and doing all sorts of things. And Apostle John had to go back and rewrite and said, No, if you are a child of God, God will for- go and read the book of First John. God will forgive you your sin by the blood of Jesus Christ. Once you confess it, you stop it, you repent of it. You have eternal life. You cannot, God cannot take for as long as you have been become a child of God you will have eternal life but if you fall into sin repent of it confess it forsake it praise the Lord if you fall into sin confess it ask God to forgive you repent of it you know and then find a way to restitute yourself back into fellowship with the Holy Ghost if you are taking something but some of these things or whatever go and give it back whatever it is find a way to restitute yourself and then God will forgive you and that thing that sin is gone forever it is not like that with the children of God with the children of the devil there is no repentance they can't come to God. They can't come. No, it's not possible. It's repentance and the, the forgiveness of sin is only for the children of God. And you can ask God to forgive you. Praise the name of Jesus. I said in the beginning of this podcast, why are we talking about this? Because you need to know. The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5, 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5 says, Examine yourself, whether you still be in the faith. Prove yourselves, know ye not yourself, how that Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. How is Christ in you? Is Christ in you? If he's not, make amends before you die. Make a see the significance of eternity has been lost on us. Anyone can die anytime, and the minute the person closes his eyes in death, permanence you have become enter into a state of permanence, eternal life. There is nobody can change anymore. So, we are asking you examine yourself. Look at what we have done and say, Father, forgive me and let bygone be bygone and don't sin anymore. Because it is only sin that can take you out of the presence of God. And the Lord God Almighty has made enough provision for sin by giving us the blood of Jesus, by giving us the fellowship of the Spirit, by giving us the fellowship of one another, by giving us the Word of God. And the Word of God is what we are hearing this day. And I'm asking you, examine yourself. If you are a child of God, 
you have the nature of sin is no longer in you but the nature of righteousness but if you fall into sin check yourself and make amends and go for and go forward in the mighty name of jesus god will bless you as you listen and as you take make amends in jesus name i pray praise the name of jesus if there is anybody under the yoke of sin the bible said god told um uh, god told cain he said and the sin is at the door he wants to master you i pray the lord give us deliverance the lord give you deliverance by the blood of jesus i rebuke that sin and i rebuke that sin. i set you free from the captivity and the bondage of that sin today in the name of jesus repent of it wash yourself in the blood of christ and move on forward unto eternal life god bless you in jesus name i pray amen hello God bless you mightily in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Israel. And once again, I come your way with this podcast, with a message which I've titled, The Kingdom of Heaven. The Kingdom of Heaven. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. This topic is a topic that I've run through all the ages. It is a topic that has been spoken about. It is a topic that so much has been said about it. This day, once again, we are going to look at it. We are going to look and discuss and talk about the kingdom of heaven because we believe this is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the message of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is because of this it is because of the kingdom of god that jesus christ laid down this life it is because of the kingdom of god that jesus christ gave all it is because of the kingdom of god that god gave all he gave his best in order for the kingdom of god to be on earth praise the name of jesus we have for our reference a Bible passage in the book of Daniel chapter 2 verse 44 Daniel 2 verse 44 and it reads it says and in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. This is the message from the book of Daniel chapter 2 verse 44. Daniel 2 verse 44. And we read in that part, passage of scripture how God, through a vision that he gave to prophet Daniel, was talking about a coming kingdom. A coming kingdom that... and if, if we realize that Daniel had his ministry more than 6,000 years before the Lord Jesus Christ was born, begin to realize how important it is, how important the kingdom of God is to God. God is so much, you know, concerned about establishing his kingdom that he gave his all. 
his commitment to establishing his kingdom is seen in the fact that God released Jesus to come and die for you and I. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Also, in the book of Matthew chapter 3 verse 1 to 2, Matthew chapter 3 verse 1 to 2, it says, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Praise the name of Jesus. Also, in the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 14 to 15, Mark 1, 14 to 15, it says, Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to the, to the Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. It says, Repent and believe in the gospel. Praise the name of Jesus. We saw Jesus Christ there preaching. It wasn't preaching the gospel of prosperity. It wasn't preaching the gospel of signs and wonder. It wasn't preaching the gospel of deliverance. He wasn't preaching the gospel of how you can make it, how you can succeed, how you can buy houses, how you can so, how you can be successful, how you can be rich, how you can be wealthy. Jesus Christ never preached that message. The Bible says he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Praise the name of Jesus. Also in the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 43. Luke 4, 43. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. For therefore am I sent. And he preached in the synagogues of Galilee. What was he preaching? He was talking about the kingdom of God. He was preaching that the kingdom of God has come. Praise the name of Jesus. In Matthew 6 verse 10, Matthew 6 verse 10, we said, the Lord's prayer, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we see in scripture that Jesus Christ and all who are con- who are connected to God have been talking and preaching about the coming kingdom. Praise the name of Jesus. They have been talking and talking and preaching that the kingdom of God is coming. Praise God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Why were they talking about the kingdom of God? Why would Jesus Christ, of all the things I could have done, of all the messages that could have been preaching, of all the things that, could, that he could have invested his life into. Why is he talking, or what's he talking about, the kingdom of God? And I will tell you why. Because this is the good news. There is no other good news. It, the good news is that God is setting up his kingdom on earth. The Bible says the prophets... And the holy men of God, they have been looking for the people who are close to God, that are close to the heart of God. God has shown them, I am going to establish my kingdom, just like God showed that prophet Daniel. And the holy men, people who are close to God, they have been looking and looking and searching and praying that God, let your kingdom come. Praise the name of Jesus. Why is it? that we are talking about God's kingdom. We said, because it is the only gospel. 
Some of them might ask, why is it the only gospel? See, my brothers and sisters, God is not concerned about whether you are going to make it or not. God is not concerned about whether you're going to have a child or have a, a husband or whatever. Please, let us put our mind off these things that our Christianity today are brought before our eyes. The Bible speaks about the devil, Satan, the tempter, and Eve. The devil made Eve of all the things in the garden, of all the other fruits, of all the pleasures in the garden of Eden. It is that one that God said, don't eat. That is what the devil made Eve to focus on. So many of us today, we have been focusing on how we can secure our prosperity, how we can make it according to the definition of the Gentiles. People, the heathen, people that have no hope in Christ. That is what we think success is all about. But let me tell you, God is about establishing his kingdom. That is his priority. Every other thing is secondary. And that is what God also wants us (coughs) to do. If you say you belong to God, you also become involved in preaching the kingdom of God. It is the only gospel. Yes, Jesus Christ died. He paid the price. You know, his blood was shed. He went to the cross of Calvary. But that itself is not the gospel. That itself is not the good news. Yes, Jesus Christ, he he paid the sacrifice that, that atoned for our sin. He paid the sacrifice that, that sated the wrath of God against sin and sinners. That is true. But that by itself is for a reason. It's so that you and I can be a partaker of the kingdom of heaven. It's so that the kingdom of heaven can be born, can be on earth. That is why Jesus Christ removed the sin. He removed the sin problem from humanity. So I'm telling you this this today that the only gospel that we are supposed to be preaching is to be talking about the kingdom of God. Praise the name of Jesus. Why is this a good news? Because also God has said that I, see God said in, in the book of Revelation chapter twenty-one verse three, Revelation twenty-one verse three, God said, "Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men." And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, nor more, no more pain. This is a beautiful thing. Imagine the problem, imagine the sorrow, the trouble, imagine what humans are going through at the hand of Satan. At the hand of sin, you know, with the advent of sin, human beings have become degraded to the extent that when you hear some things that human beings do, you cry. Even having the capacity to think about such evil, you know, is 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 humi- is humbling. You see a whole human being made in the image of God now reduced to nothing. 
because of sin. Reduced to all kinds of suffering, all kinds of problems. But God said, in the kingdom that I bring in, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more crying. I want to be there. And I'm not the only person. Everybody, every person in creation is looking forward to that kingdom. So that is why it is a good news. It is a very, very good news. And everyone wants to be part of the kingdom. Praise the name of Jesus. I say, why are we talking about the kingdom of God now? Because in Matthew 25 verse 34, Matthew 25 verse 34, it says, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you before the foundation of the world. The kingdom of God that we are talking about, it is our inheritance. This is what God has bequeathed us as our special possession. Praise the name of Jesus. You can imagine when your father bequeathed to you an inheritance. You can imagine and when this inheritance has none to compare. So it is our inheritance God has purposed from the foundation of the heavens and the earth. That one day, one day humans living on earth, they will have me as their God and everybody will be happy and they will enjoy the kingdom of heaven. Praise the name of Jesus. See, in the kingdom of heaven, what does it mean? See, the will of God is our portion, is our will. Let me be honest with you. There is nothing wrong with doing God's will. Doing God's will is the best any human can do. Doing God's will, we are programmed, we are created to do the will of God. We enjoy, every child of God enjoys, we revel, we delight in doing the will of God. Forget the fact that sin entered the world and human beings now have a natural tendency to disobey God. It has not been like that. When God made Adam and Eve, the Bible says when God comes down in the evening, Adam will leave everything to go and meet God, to pursue God, to find God. Why? Because he enjoyed his time with God. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. In Matthew 6, verse 33, Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. See, we are, we are talking about the kingdom of God because it is a command. We are dem- God has given us an instruction to seek after his kingdom. To seek after his kingdom. When you are seeking after the kingdom of God, see, you become to become a somebody else. A lot of things begin to change in your life. You begin to look forward to God, and God takes a delight in you. And what God, what did God say? He says, Then when you are seeking the kingdom of God, every other thing that you want will be given to you. When you are seeking and you are in the kingdom of God already, then every other thing will be given to you. Um, see, it, God wants you to be blessed. God wants everybody, every child of God, to live a good life. A, 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 that you are not in need, that you are not sick, that you are not, you are not, in, you are not, you are not in, having any form of deficiency. 
that you life you are you are enjoying your life. God, that is the will of God. That is the reason why God made man. Praise the name of Jesus. And we now find out that it is difficult because of sin to live this life. But when you now begin to make the kingdom of God your focus, God begins to shape your life. God begins to organize your life for you. God begins to work things in your favor. Why? Because you are now seeking the kingdom of God. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. So when you seek the kingdom of God first, then you are saying, we are telling God that God, I am on your side. We are saying, we are telling God that God, I have, I have, I have become a, 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 I have become now a mature individual. Now I know, I understand what it means, what this kingdom means to you. Now I realize that this kingdom means a lot to you, and therefore. Because I belong to you, I will do what you are doing. I will equally seek to the establishment of the kingdom of God on earth. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Also, why are we talking about the kingdom of God? And we are talking about the kingdom because you need to realize that the resources of God and you know, everything about God is in the kingdom and for the kingdom. The resources of God, the things that matter to God, the things, the power, the glory, the money, the wealth, everything that God has, they are His kingdom. And they are for the establishment and for the propagation of His kingdom. They are not for you to go and, I mean, God will not bless you so that you can take the money and go and live as you please. God cannot see when you when you become it, God cannot give you the things of the kingdom so that you can go and use it anyhow. No. God forbid. When God gives you his blessing, when God gives you the things that he has put in his kingdom, it is for you as a child of God to use that thing to propagate God, including your marriage, including your children, including your cars, including your home. Everything that God gives to you, God is giving you so that you can use it to further his kingdom. That is why God puts his resources and his wealth and everything in his kingdom. Praise the name of Jesus. We are also talking about the kingdom of God because you need to know that the kingdom of God has come to displace another kingdom. There is, in fact, another kingdom on earth. And Jesus Christ has come to displace that kingdom. Praise the name of Jesus. To displace another established kingdom is it easy. When you know that you are not here or you are not living your life anyhow, you are living your life because there is an adversary against your God. There is an adversary against the things that you believe in. You begin to live your life with circumspection. You don't live, Bible says, you live soberly, righteous in this world. While you are doing what? Hastening and looking forward to the coming of our God and our King, Jesus Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. So when we realize that we are about establishing God's kingdom 
and that we know that God's, God's kingdom has powerful adversaries. We need to know. Don't just imagine, don't just think that the world, the life is all about you. No, no, no. When you, the reason why we are talking about God's kingdom is that you can know that there are other things that matter more than you and I put together in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. When you realize that God is about all about establishing his kingdom on earth, then you realize some things, you know, about you. You begin to put in your mind, you begin to think as, an, as a mature child. That it is not about you. Yes, it is not about me. Everything is about God's kingdom. And as a child of God, you also realize that you have a role to play. You have, there is a greater divine purpose that God has ordained for you. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 29 verse 18, Proverbs 29 verse 18, says, where there is no vision, the people perish. When you realize that there is, an, there is a purpose that is greater than your life, then you will not live anyhow. When, but when you, don't, when you don't know this, you begin to live as you please. You begin to do as you like. There are so many of us today. We do, we we never even imagine that there is a kingdom that God wants you to belong in. That's a kingdom that God is expecting that you will put down your life. You will lay all down to work, to, to, to process to further it. Rather, we have amassed the things of this world. We have amassed the things that are not so important. And now we don't even have the time. We are so burdened with the things of this world. So burdened with acquiring property. So burdened with acquiring things that we can no longer be useful in doing the things of God. Praise the name of Jesus. So where, there is a, where there is a vision, the people, where there is no vision, the people perish. Do not perish. Rather, focus on the vision of establishing God's kingdom. And you will find out that you will trust God more. You will find out that there is a sense of urgency in establishing the kingdom of God. You will find out there is a need to live a life worthy of God and His kingdom. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. When you realize as a child of God that God is about establishing His kingdom, you participate. Isaiah, Isaiah 5, chapter, 5, chapter 9 verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon the shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and all of that. Why? Because you, as a child of, when you become a child of God, you, you know, like I always say, we are not supposed to be consumers. You know, consumer banking. When you, all we do is consume, con, some of us are only, we, we, maybe we even think, the only reason there is God is that God can come and be giving us God can come and be blessing us, giving you today. God gives you a car, He gives you a house, He gives you a, and everything <coughs> about God is collect from Him, take from Him, collect from take from Him. And we have not taken the time out to find out what is in the heart of God. Because when you find out that God is about accepting His kingdom, you also become like Jesus. You take it upon yourself as a child, as a son, and you further that kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus. 
And you also know that when you realize that God is all about establishing his kingdom on earth, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 7, Isaiah 9 verse 7 says, The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. That is where the zeal, the passion of God is about establishing his kingdom. God is so passionate about it. Praise the name of Jesus. And because of that, there is nothing, if God can give Jesus Christ, there is nothing that God cannot give so that this kingdom can be established. Praise the name of Jesus. Persecution, whatever we receive or we enjoy, is based on the kingdom of God. And because we know that we are involved in doing, in establishing God's kingdom, we take persecutions with joy. The Bible says when you are perfected, when you are when you are suffering for the kingdom of God, you say rejoice. So when they persecute you because you belong to God's kingdom, Jesus Christ said rejoice. Say, but God's greater is your reward in heaven. Praise the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and sisters, it is important for us to inundate, to keep remembering ourselves that God is about establishing His kingdom. And you and I are part of that kingdom for as long as we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. When you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are also enlisting to the army of God's kingdom. You are also a partaker. You are an inheritor. You are part and parcel of the kingdom of God. Stop living your life for yourself. Think properly that no, God is about establishing his kingdom. And what can I do about that? What can you do about it? And as you do as 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 you plan yourself, as you walk out your life, as you strategize and prioritize your life, God will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In our subsequent discussion on this topic, the kingdom of God, we are going to look at the nature of God's kingdom. We are going to look at how can we access the kingdom of God. We are going to look at what are the signs. That you are not in the kingdom of God. Also, we are going to look at now that you are in the kingdom of God, what next? Praise the name of Jesus. I want you to know as we close today that you and I were made to further the kingdom of God. God did not make me, he did not make you so that we can acquire properties and have all the blessings of this world. See, there is a difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the Old Testament, God said, you should be above, you will enjoy, you, 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 you will marry wives, you will have children, you will inherit the land. That is in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, you are a servant. It is servanthood. Everyone in the New Testament, we are all servants of what we are servants to establish the kingdom of God. And if, just like Jesus, just like God gave all, gave his all for the kingdom of God, God also expressed that you and I will prioritize the establishment of God's kingdom above everything to the extent that we will seek force to the kingdom of God and we will not, because we realize that. The kingdom of God is number one consideration in God's heart. 
we also apply ourselves to it. We invest ourselves in it. We are, we spend our life. We do everything to further the establishment of the kingdom of God on earth. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you go about finding ways and means for you to establish God's kingdom, God will bless you, and God will, God will bless you, and God will make you even bigger and bigger in the things of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for you this day that the kingdom of God shall be found in you. I pray for this day that you and I shall be found, that you and I will be about establishing the kingdom of our God on earth. So shall it be to the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you and I hope to see you one day in God's kingdom. Amen.